humanity may have only a narrow window of time left perhaps a decade or so to begin the long process of stabilizing greenhouse gas concentrations at a level that can avert devastating and irreversible impacts from climate change hello listeners welcome back to the new episode of talking climate change with yashnegi in this episode we will talk about what is global warming and what causes global warming how is global warming linked to extreme weather so we will discuss about these two questions in detail as you know this episode is entirely based on global warming let us begin let us begin the most basic question what is global warming so global warming is the unusually rapid increase in earth's average surface temperature over the past century primarily due to greenhouse gases released by people burning fossil fuel global warming is no longer just a prediction it is actually happening yes you heard it right it is actually happening it is undisputed that the average temperature at the surface of the earth has increased over the past century by about 1 degree fahrenheit which is 0.6 degree celsius with both the air and the water warming since 1880 when people in many locations first began to keep temperature records the 25 warmest year have all occurred within the last 28 years scientists know with absolute certainty that the observed dramatic increase in the atmospheric concentration of greenhouse gases since pre-industrial times to level higher than any other time in at least the last 420,000 years 420,000 years can you imagine these have been caused by human activities mostly the burning of fossil fuel coal oil and natural gas and to a lesser extent deforestation the ability of a greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide methane and nitrous oxide to trap heat at the earth's surface is also scientifically well understood while it has not yet been precisely determined how much of the recent warming was caused by human activities the consensus among climate scientists is that most of the warming over the past 50 years was probably caused by human produced greenhouse gases the greenhouse gases we have already added to the atmosphere since the industrial revolution have therefore committed the globe to a certain amount of continued warming over the coming decades no matter what we do with future emission humanity may only have a narrow window of time left here is a simple definition of global warming over the past 50 years the average global temperature has increased at the fastest rate in the recorded history and experts see the trend is accelerating all but one of the 16 hottest year in nasa's 134 year record have occurred since 2000 climate change deniers have argued that there has been a pause or a slowdown in rising global temperatures but several recent studies including a 2015 paper published in the general journal science have disproved this claim and scientists say that unless we curb global warming emissions average united states temperature could increase by up to 10 degrees fahrenheit over the next century 
सो द क्वेश्चन इज वॉट कॉजेस ग्लोबल वार्मिंग ग्लोबल वार्मिंग अकर्स वैन सी ओ टू एंड अदर एयर पॉल्यूटेंट्स एंड ग्रीन हाउस गैसेज कलेक्ट इन दैट एटमोसफियर एंड एब्जॉर्ब सनलाइट एंड सोलर रेडिएशन दैट हैव बीन बाउंसड ऑफ द अर्थ सर्फेस नॉर्मली दिस रेडिएशन वुड एस्केप इन टू स्पेस बट दीज पॉल्यूटेंट्स विच कैन लास्ट फॉर ईयर्स टू सेंचुरीज इन दैट एटमोसफियर ट्रैप द हीट एंड कॉज द प्लानट टू गेट हॉटर दैट इज वॉट इज नोन एज अ ग्रीन हाउस इफेक्ट as we have discussed in our previous episodes in the united states the burning of fossil fuels to make electricity is the largest source of heat trapping pollution producing about 2 billion tons of co2 every year coal burning power plants are by far the biggest polluters the country's second largest source of carbon pollution is the transportation sector which generates about 1.7 billion tons of co2 emissions a year curbing dangerous climate change requires very deep cuts in emission as well as the use of alternatives to fossil fuels worldwide co2 emissions in the united states actually decreased from 2005 to 2014 thanks in part to new energy efficient technology and the use of cleaner fuel and scientists continue to develop new ways to modernize power plant generate cleaner electricity and burn less gasoline while we drive the challenge is to be sure these solutions are put to use and widely adopted moving on to the next question it is a very you know basic question that everyone has in their mind how is global warming linked to extreme weather so the answer is pretty simple scientists agree that the earth's rising temperature are fueling longer and hotter heat waves more frequent droughts heavier rainfall and more powerful hurricanes in 2015 for example scientists said that an ongoing drought in california the state's worst water shortage in 1200 years had been intensified by 15 to 20% by global warming they also said that the odds of similar droughts happening in the future had roughly doubled over the past century which is a thing to get worried about and in 2016 the national academies of science engineering and medicine announced that it is now possible to confidently attribute certain weather events like some heat waves directly to climate change the earth's ocean temperatures are getting warmer too which means that tropical storms can pick up more energy so global warming could turn say a category 3 storm into a more dangerous category 4 storm in fact scientists have found that the frequency of north atlantic hurricanes has increased since the early 1980s as well as the number of storms that reached categories 4 and 5 in 2005 hurricane katrina the costliest hurricane in the united states history struck new orleans the second costliest hurricane sandy hit the east coast in 2012 the impacts of global warming are being felt across the globe extreme heat waves have caused tens of thousands of deaths around the world in recent years and in an alarming sign of events to come antarctica has been losing about 134 billion metric tons of ice per year since 2002 causing of increasing sea level this rate could speed up if we keep burning fossil fuel at our current pace some experts say causing sea levels to rise several meters over the next 50 to 150 years so it is a 
very dangerous thing so you have you guys pretty much know that in front of nature's power even the president of the united states can't do anything so nature's power is superior than any other power ever existed on the planet earth so we should not provoke our mother earth in short term we should not play with nature otherwise nature will play us like this hurricane sandy and hurricane katrina what they did to the united states everyone knows that moving on to the next question what are the other effects of global warming each year scientists learn more about the consequences of global warming and many agree that environmental economic and health consequences are likely to occur if current trends continue here is a just a smattering of what we can look forward first point melting glaciers early snow melt and severe droughts will cause more dramatic water shortages and increase the risk of wildfires in the american west second rising sea level will lead to coastal flooding on the eastern seaboard especially in florida and in other areas such as the gulf of mexico point third forest farms and cities will face troublesome new pest heat waves heavy downpours and increased flooding all those factors will damage or destroy agriculture and fisheries point 4 disruption of habitats such as coral reefs and alpine meadows could drive many plant and animal species to extinction which is it has been doing since the past many years or you can say many decades point 5 allergies asthma and infectious disease outbreaks will become more common due to increased growth of pollen produced ragweed higher levels of air pollution and the spread of conditions favorable to pathogens and mosquitoes and another big question is global warming too big of a problem for you or for me to help tackle wondering how to stop global warming reduce your own carbon footprint by following a few easy steps make conserving energy a part of your daily routine and a decision as a consumer when you shop for new appliances like refrigerators washers and dryers look for products with the government's energy star label they meet a higher standard for energy efficiency than the minimum federal requirements when you buy a car look for one with the highest gas mileage and lowest emissions you can also reduce your emissions by taking public transportation or carpooling when possible and while new federal and state standards are a step in the right direction much more needs to be done voice your support of climate friendly and climate change preparedness policies and tell your representatives that transitioning from dirty fossil fuel to clean power should be a top priority because it is vital to building healthy more secure communities that can help us tackle global warming and climate change let us talk about global warming in sea level rise and coastal flooding sea level rise is one of the most certain impacts of global warming sea level rose around the world by an average of 4 to 8 inches which is 10 to 20 in centimeter over the course of the 20th century 10 times the average rate over the previous 3000 years the rise in sea level is due to expansion of ocean water as it forms and to the addition of water from melting glaciers and ice sheets both of which are consequences of global warming the effects of global sea level rise are amplified in some places due to local 
geologic and man-made factors. For example, about one third of the marsh at Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge in the Shakespeare Bay in the eastern United States has become submerged since 1938. Half of the marsh loss is attributed to the sinking of land due to groundwater extraction and the rest is attributed to global warming. Elsewhere, in the Shakespeare Bay, Bloodsworth Island is 590 acres, which is 235 hectares smaller than it was in 1942, a loss of more than 10% of its original land area. Some studies have even suggested the possibility that warming over the next several centuries would lead to the complete irreversible disappearance of the Greenland ice sheet, which would raise sea level by an extra 23 feet, which is 7 meter. There is also a slight chance that the West Antarctic ice sheet could collapse, further raising sea level by 13 to 20 feet, which is 4 to 6 in, in meters. In the absence of expensive man-made physical barriers such as seawalls, even a moderate sea level rise would submerge large portions of island nations and densely populated coastal areas, displacing millions of people. Adoption to sea level rise could cost several percent of GDP, which stands for gross domestic product, for certain developing countries and for many small island nations would simply be invisible. Sea rise not only induces land, but also causes additional land loss due to erosion by ocean waves. A foot of sea level rise would result in approximately 50 to 1000 feet of horizontal shoreline retreat in many parts of the United States varying across varying according to location. In addition, higher sea level could exacerbate the flooding risk associated with storm surges during hurricanes and other storms. Global warming does not only contribute in sea level rise and causal flooding, it also contributes in snow, land, ice and sea ice. The loss of coral ecosystems would also have severe economic repercussions in regions that depend on reefs for food and tourism income and for the protection of coastal land from destructive waves. Now I will discuss about outbreaks of vector-borne disease due to global warming. Many infectious diseases are spread by organisms such as mosquitoes and rodents known as disease vectors whose distribution and behavior are sensitive to temperature and moisture. Global warming can increase the risk of vector-borne disease in number of ways. First, higher temperatures accelerate the maturation of certain diseases causing agents and their vectors. Second, higher annual average temperatures can lengthen the season during which vectors are alive. Point number third, a warmer climate can expand the geographic range of tropical mosquitoes borne disease such as malaria, dengue fever, and yellow fever to higher altitudes and latitudes. Point number four, increasing climate variability associated with global warming, especially increases in the frequency of heavy precipitation events and floods can promote explosive growth in the populations of disease vectors. These were the outbreaks of vector-borne disease due to global warming. So, what was the conclusion of knowing about global warming? So, I have divided it into the points. So, first, point number one. 
although individual events or phenomena may not always be easy to link to global warming the increase in frequency and intensity of such phenomena and their simultaneous occurrence around the world provides stronger evidence for such a linkage point number 2 many of the recently observed events have been the first or unprecedented in 100 500 and even 1000 years or more this suggests that something highly unusual is happening to our planet point number 3 Many of the impacts we have seen so far are likely just the tip of the iceberg. Scientists predict more dramatic, severe and in some cases irreversible impacts if we allow warming to continue unabated in the future. Point number 4, other effects of human activity such as the spread of homes and infrastructure into vulnerable location, sinking of coastal land and degradation of wildlife habitat can compound the damage caused by global warming. Point number 5, global warming has wide ranging effects on many aspects of human life it threatens economies lives and traditional ways of life the facts i have told in this podcast we can make no serious effort to combat global warming and instead try to cope with its increasing devastating impacts on our livelihoods and the natural world we cherish all we can do is act now to stabilize the climate and mitigate future damages progress in combating global warming has already been made at the international state and the local levels but national action by the united states the world's most powerful and technology technological advanced nation on earth and its biggest emitter of greenhouse gas pollution is urgently needed as well national legislation that sets a mandatory cap on emission as well as a renewed engagement by the united states with the international community would be informative steps towards solving the problem of global warming this podcast is little bit long because i have to discuss the importance of global warming and its fact and the factors responsible for global warming i hope you like this episode feel free to follow me on twitter at realyashnegi link would be given in the description and any suggestion would be welcome to yashnegi4920 at the rate outlook.com thank you so much for your time It really means a lot to me and I will catch you guys up in the next episode of Talking Climate Change with Yash Negi. Thank you.